And we are back for a special edition of Journey to a Million here, the NFL Draft Preview here. Everyone from the Journey to a Million, the full squad is here. Myself, Drew Skyberg, Zach Roush, Jared Valeski. And then we're joined by Caden Youngbluth here, our NFL Draft Expert here. So this will be a lot of fun. Caden, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Drew. Thanks for having me on. Of course, it's always great to have you on. We had you on the Fantasy Baseball Draft yeah, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and then also Jared was there as well. Jared, how you doing? Doing good. And then the one who didn't do fantasy baseball, shocker, Zach. But he is not Zoom user anymore. So, Zach, how you doing? I'm doing good. You feel like a new man after that? I do. I do, yeah. Awesome. I have so, a name now. <laughs> so, hit that here. Let's talk about the NFL draft. How are we going to go about this? We're going to start. We're going to talk about the first 10 picks or so of the draft. Talk about potential trades and all the news going on, all the buzz. And then we'll talk about the Packers. We're going to talk about all their picks, what we think is going to happen, potential trades, all that good stuff. So with that, we all made top tens here and we're going to get into it here right away. So starting, let's go first overall pick. Uh, we'll go to Jared. Who do you have getting picked? Oh, to nowhere. I got Trevon Walker going first overall. So that's, that's how he's rolling there. Caden, uh, what do you got? I think Aiden Hutchinson, safest pick in the draft. It's got to be him. Zach? Yeah, I still got Hutchinson, too, even though all the reports are coming out. But I think it's just – it's going to end up being Hutchinson in the end. I, I felt like – I just feel like him in Detroit, it's just a match made in heaven. So I do have Evan Neal right now at going number one. I'm, Yeah, I, I'm not sure if that's how it's going to be today. As Caden was talking about some news we heard, okay, if you want to talk about that with Neal's health concerns. They just there's a report going around that Evan Neal and Bernard Raymond are falling off draft boards completely with health issues, and it might just be draft rumors. Who knows? That hurts definitely what I got going on at number one, but yeah, number two. Then I do, in fact, I do have Hutchinson. I believe you know, if he's not going two, you know, he's going number one. So I, I agree, Drew. I got him at number two as well. I think Detroit fits him, so I'll agree with you on that. I'm going with the sauce at two. Sauce Gardner, two overall. The, the wow. Lions. Wow. Makes too much sense. Lions need that secondary. Even help. though, I mean, they, they did get Okuda, uh, you know, a few years ago, and that really hasn't worked out yet. I guess go another corner that early, Zach. Yeah, I got the Lions going corner two, just taking uh, Derek Stingley instead. I think he has a higher ceiling probably than, uh, than Sauce Gardner, but obviously there's the injury concerns with him as well. I think Stingley goes two overall is what we're hearing here. So uh, next one for number three, I do have, I got Trayvon Walker. So I have, you know, who had Jared had going number one. I got him at three. Jared, we'll go to you. Yeah, we haven't flipped. I have Evan Neal going three. I think he'll fit great with the Texans. So I, I got him flipped on, on you. I went Trayvon Walker three overall. Hey. I got Evan Neal going to Houston too. Same as Jared. There we go. Number four, uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, you know, for me with the Jets, Zach's Jets. I might as well call them now. Zach's uh, nine and eight Jets. Yeah. Hey, Jared? They're going to do it. Drew, uh, if I go right after you, I think we're going to relate a lot. I didn't look at your picks, but I also have Thibodeau going. Sounds like you did, but I did not. They have like the same exact top ten besides like two picks. And Drew made them so first. So, and uh, Jared Drew's didn't look suspicious. at Drew's. 
I think I came out and going to. Oh, well, I'm going to be the odd man out here. I have them getting a tackle to protect Zach Wilson, and my first tackle is Ikem Ekwanu. I think he's going to be the first tackle off the board. Yeah, they need they need a lineman there, and he's a solid one. Indeed, I have him going number five, so put that in perspective there. Jared, who do you have going five? Uh, you should go to Zach after you because I also have Ekwanu going five. <sighs> We got Sauce Gardner going number five to the Giants. The There's sauce. been a lot, of, a lot of speculation that um, they're really high at them, so I think they could use that secondary help, especially if they get rid of Bradbury. The Giants got to go offensive tackle. I have Evan Neal going here. They just need to shore up that offensive line more than anything else. For sure. Yeah, that's that was my thinking. I'm sure that was Jared's thinking, or he, he liked my thinking. Who knows? But uh, <laughs> Kenny Pickett at six, you know, with – with Collins Panthers, I think that might be the way to go here. Uh, Zach, what do you, what do you think? <laughs> I got Malik Wills. Um, oh. It's kind of flip-flop between them two. Um, there's been a lot of uh, Malik Wills streamers going first quarterback, so I think that uh, Panthers going to take him there. I have Kenny Pickett going there, and, you know, I was down at the Senior Bowl, and I watched Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis, and all the buzz down there was the Panthers love Kenny Pickett at the Senior Bowl. And at the Combine, the Panthers love Kenny Pickett. The Panthers are going Kenny Pickett. And if they, for some reason, would try and wait to get him, because I think he could fall all the way to them in the second round, they're going to go O-line, but it's it's going to be Kenny Pickett. <laughs> um. So originally I had Kenny Pickett as well, but I did see some rumors for Malik Willis, so I'm going to actually change it to Malik Willis because I saw those rumors and I see they could he could possibly go at number six. I don't know. Caden was at the senior bowl. I like his sources here, but and that was that was a few months ago, wasn't it? He draft combine. It was. It was I don't in, know. back in February. So, Kenny yeah. uh, Pickett didn't throw an incomplete pass that whole time. He was 12 for 12, I believe. He looked pretty good. Yeah. See, so you know, I'm I'm sticking with Pickett. I'll. I'll confront Colin Ratzak, see what he has to say about it as well. But uh, with that, let's go number seven here. I have the, – the, here's where I got Sauce Gardner. I think they need – I think Giants, you know, can get that lockdown corner. I think you get him here at seven if he's there. Zach? Um, yeah, I've been going O-line here with Akem Iquanu from NC State. Hayden. I kind of think it's going to be, you know – there's an obvious level. If someone's going to fall, that's a superstar talent. They're going to take the chance on Kayvon Thibodeau. If he falls all the way to seven, there's no way they pass him up. I also have the sauce going at seven, Drew, so I'm going to agree with you on that one. He'll go at seven. Very nice. Falcons at eight. Receiver is what I was thinking right away, and I went Garrett Wilson here at number eight. Yeah, I can really see him going Garrett Wilson too, but I have a Trevon Walker. I have him falling a little bit. He's uh, your fault. After yeah. all the rumors. Yeah. So I think that they aren't going to pass him up because obviously they could use that D line and edge help. I Kid? think that they're going to go with other quarterback. We're just talking about Malik Willis. Um, he's not going to be around when they get to the second, the second round. So if they want a quarterback, they got a strike now. I mean, they need so much right now, but difference maker like Willis, you got to go with him. Um, yeah, I was either choosing between uh, Garrett Wilson or I was going to go with uh, Drake London. And 
I just thought who was going to go first, and I put uh, Wilson. Wilson's going here. Good call, Jared. Good call. I do agree. Charles Cross at number nine for me. Seahawks, I think you got to get a nice tackle there, and I think Cross is your guy. Yeah, that's why I have. Cross as well. yeah. Okay, I can be different here. I got Stingley going here. Why is that? I don't know. I just think that um, they got rid of Wilson, obviously, with Drew Locke. Maybe you need, I don't know, just some someone. You need other a corner. A corner, you yeah. A quarterback, you, you got a good yeah. corner. A corner. I mean, you need, so, you need so many pieces on that Seahawks team. It's not just one player and you'll be good. So, I mean, just get a solid player like Stingley. And, I mean, Cross could go here, too. I just, I just think he's a little too high in these drafts. So, I don't know. I go Stingley here. So, the last pick we'll read like this here is the number 10 one here. Also by Zach's Jets. Drake London is who I'm going with. I think he's wide receiver number two here in this draft, and that's my guy. I'm going Garrett Wilson. I've seen first receiver off the board. I'm going Drake London, wide receiver one in my books. And I would like to see this. I don't know if the Packers will do it, but I would like to see the Packers trade up to this number 10 pick and grab Wilson or London, one of the top guys. That's kind of my my one trade I see happening in the top 10. I was just going to ask about that. Well, Jared Reed's pick, we'll talk about that. Yeah, I also have Will, or London going here. That's similarly to you guys. Yeah, so the most likely you know trade scenario you guys think for any team in the top 10, you think, like, Kane, for you, for example, you think Packers, ideally you'd want to trade up here at 10, right? Yeah, I see the Packers trading up for 10, or I see the Texans trading out of number three because the Texans need so many pieces. So if somebody really wants a number three pick either for a tackle or maybe, you know, Aiden Hutchinson or Trayvon Walker, they really think that's their guy. I could see them trading up. And if the Texans get a good enough offer, you know, the first this year, maybe a second and a couple late round picks, I see the Texans trading back. So they just need to rebuild their whole roster right now. What do you guys think the asking price would be for that number 10 pick? That's, I, just, that's... I just don't think it would be worth trading up, even when they're like, if they're at 22 and a guy like Traylon Walker or Traylon Burks, sorry, can fall to them. I mean, I don't see the the difference. I mean, they're both going to be great players, I think. And I don't, I don't think it's worth trading up just to get the more, the higher projected receiver when you can still get someone like Burks at the place that they're at. I feel like this draft is going to be, um, compared to like some of the years in the past, I feel like there's not going to be a whole lot of trades in this year's draft just because there's not like those quarterbacks that teams are trading for. Obviously, yeah, pick number 10 if the Jets want to trade out of that, but they have seemed really aggressive going after receivers. So this could be the spot where they do get that receiver. Otherwise, I could see um, maybe if the Panthers do take Kenny Pickett or, or Kenny Pickett or Malik Wills at six, that different team, like maybe the Steelers or Saints trade up to that a seven through 10, somewhere in that range to get that, to get the other quarterback, if that's what they're going after in this draft. But I don't see a whole lot of trades going in the top five, just because there's nobody that really sticks out compared to the rest. Yeah. I think, I think that those are likely, you know, trade scenarios, if any, right. Looking at this draft, I guess we're talking about Packers right now. Let, let, let's keep talking about them. So well, uh, picks, can I throw go one ahead. more thing go ahead. top 10 here. You know, no one said, I think the top prospect in this draft with Kyle Hamilton safety, I, none of us had him in top 10 and I think he should easily be a number two or three pick. 
So I just feel like the draft this year, like years past, you knew the number one pick, you knew the number two pick, you had a general idea who was going three. This year, no one is in consensus with any of the picks. So it's going to be wild on draft night. Because you have Kyle Hamilton. I mean, he's on my draft board. He's my number two overall prospect. And none of us had him in the top 10. I just don't think safety is a very valued position. So I think he'll slip. And that's somewhere that we might see a team trade up to grab someone like that. Or, you know, one of the Giants or the Seahawks or Jets who have the high picks, they trade back, grab a guy like Hamilton and someone else. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, that's I do a good like, point. Go ahead. I do like that though, because like obviously in years past, you had Burrow easily easy number one, like favorite. You knew going in that he was going to be picked first overall. So it's like going in not knowing who's going to go where, top five even, not set. It's like it's kind of interesting and it makes the draft a lot more fun watching. And it makes going on our Instagram more fun. There's going to be a poll up when this episode's out uh, to do over under sleeper style on what you how you think the first round's going to pan out we'll have over under receivers we're going to we're going to have some some fun lines some fun polls to try you know for the fans see how you guys do and we'll see maybe the winner gets something cool wait and see on that but yeah make sure to check that out but i guess wrap up here anyone have anything else in the top 10 here before we talk backers i think we're good awesome so let's talk 22 and 28, the two first round picks they have. So let's say, let's say they're not trading these picks. They're, they're taking, they're taking pick 22, they're taking pick 28. What do we think is going to happen? So, you know, I I was looking at it and I thought, you know, for me, I think you, the combination that will take place just might be me here. I think they go offensive lineman. I think they go receiver. And that's personally how I think it'll go. I just, depending on how it goes, I'll list some prospect names, but what do you guys think first? I have them going double receiver. I have them going receiver with each. I also had that at first, but then I was like, maybe they go linebacker to fill in Zadarius Smith's spot. Um, I don't really know yet. I, I could see them going double double receiver, but you never know with the Packers. They might go quarterback here. You know, it's all, it's all whoever falls because this class is so deep in a lot of positions. And with Goody's comment the other day that he's going to the wide receiver class is deep so he's going to pick the best talent available I think if we get one of the interior linemen uh, a Devontae Wyatt type guy falling down or even one of the edge rushers like Jermaine Johnson um, he's my favorite to fall down to us I really think that we're just going to take one of those guys if they're the best available but I could see him also grabbing a wide receiver but I really I hope you know, I don't know that I think they will. I hope they kind of go up to try and trade up for like the 16 because you're going to have the Eagles, Saints, Chargers, um, Pittsburgh, New England. They're all going to want wide receivers. So I hope they try and jump up to get. I think there is a drop off once you get past Olave, even down to Burks and uh, Pickens. They're good prospects, but I think there is a drop off. Yeah, that's where I have them. So I guess my mock draft, I have him going Chris Olave with 22. I can definitely see him not going that far. I can, I think uh, as you're kind of talking about the Chargers, the Eagles, and the Saints, kind of in that range in the mid to late teens is going to be uh, Williams and probably Olave is going to be gone there too. So if they can trade up and get Olave, I like that move. But obviously if he follows, that'd be 
try perfect. I say if Williams falls anywhere below 15, if Jamison Williams is on the board, we have to try and get him. Yeah. That's where my thing, like, I don't think with my pick 22, I don't think like those guys like Olave or Williams, they're not going to be available in my opinion. So like you guys said, you gotta, you gotta go up and trade for them. That's where like, you know, it's, it's always hard to kind of do a mock trade for a mock draft. So, um, but like in this case, especially this year, I think this is the year where like, if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, you are hoping for a mock, maybe in that scenario there to just go up and grab one of those receivers because I think for sure you got to go. I mean, you got to go receiver in the first round. You got to end the curse, the streak. Was it like twenty something years now of not taking a receiver in the first round? Like this, this is going to be the year. At least I hope we see some change. But I guess with yeah, round they one, have to, they definitely have to watch what Kansas City does too. Because I think everyone kind of knows Kansas City's probably going to go receiver as well, and they've been linked to training up to even like tenth pick with the Jets to get a guy like Wilson. And obviously, if they trade up ahead of the Packers, that might be something that's going to take the receiver that Packers want to get. And they're going to have to trade up or something. So that'll be interesting to see how that pans out as well. So let, let's say let's say that this team signs or trades for a guy in the offseason. Like, say they do end up somehow getting Debo Samuel. Um, do you do you think they still go with this, these receivers, or do you think they tra- target a different need, like a I don't know, a defense or anything? The well, we're going to be giving up a yeah. pick for a yeah. receiver. So yeah. you know, when you say target, you don't know how many picks we're going to be giving up yeah, for one of those guys. I'd, could cost I'd say for both. Debo, it's probably going to be both first round picks. So I said, no, I, I say you just roll with what you got, like this draft capital. And if you're going to trade the draft picks, you better be getting someone in this draft, in my opinion. So at least be moving up in those what teams. Would, what would you prefer? Would you want Debo or do you want two star play, or young players? Two young players. Yep. Young players. As soon as you trade for Debo, you're gonna have to pay him twenty five to thirty million a year. Same situation as Adams was in. Exactly. Yeah, I think the, if we're going back to the trading, I think the Packers trade up, it's gonna to have to be fourteen with the Ravens because you drop anywhere below it, that's right where the fifteen, sixteen, seventeen in my first round mock, I have three receivers going back to back to back right there. So I think if we're eyeing a trade up, it's gonna to have to be fourteen with the Ravens, which I could see the Ravens doing. So they need help on defense. And a lot of the teams in between are going to be drafting offense heavy. I'd say what about 13 with the Texans? I think well, that would be a good yeah, spot trade. Yeah. I said the Texans could be doing a fire sale again with their picks to try and acquire more picks. So they're nowhere close to contending. I think, I, yeah. Now I'm starting to talk about it more. I think the likelihood of the Packers maybe trading up, you know, is really there. I, I think I think they just they might the odds of them doing it are higher than I really expected here because like you guys mentioned, I mean you gotta go you gotta get a receiver and you gotta get a good one. And I think, you know, like like you mentioned, Caden, I mean there's still those guys there at twenty two, twenty eight, but there might be maybe that drop off between some of these top guys here. So I think okay. if at thirteen or fourteen, if Garrett Wilson, Jameson Williams or Drake London, if one of those guys are available, you need to trade up. Like you have to, because those three are a step above everyone else, even Olave. Yeah. Uh, with that, you guys want to talk about the Packers' second-round picks here? I mean, I, we're going to talk about all of them here. So, everyone ready here? I think so. It's 53rd overall. I had them going linebacker here, and I had them I had them taking the guy out of Wisconsin, Leo Chanel. So, uh, 
That's who I had going. What about you guys? Maybe they get yeah, a different guy out of Wisconsin. Maybe they target a guy with the name of Luke Gedeke. I mean, he's out of Central Michigan. He he's not okay. I don't mean I, out of Wisconsin. I know, I mean, I know. Yeah. No, I just the Packers don't like drafting Wisconsin players. I do like Leo Schnauzer, but I like a different Big Ten guy. How about Jaquan Brisker, the safety? Because we have no safety depth this year. So I like Jaquan Brisker. I like his style. I really think that he'll be able to take over because I think Amos is going to walk. I don't know that Savage will be resigned in the next two years, so get a guy that will play under them and try out his depth. Yeah, I do like that pick. I like the Chanel pick, too. Otherwise, uh, some like the receivers that might fall, um, Christian Watson falls, or maybe a George Pickens, or um, I guess Jahan Dotson. I don't see him falling quite that far, but maybe if they do trade up a little bit in the second round, they can grab one of those, too. Like the edge rusher out of USC too. Um, his name is going to slip my mind right now, but I just did a mock draft and now I'm going to the Packers. Uh, oh my gosh! Is it Drake Jackson? Drake Jackson. Yeah, I had Drake uh, London in my head yet from the picks for the wide receivers, yeah. but yeah, I like Drake Jackson there too. I I hope he falls when we scoop him up. Yeah, and then at 59th overall, so that's still second round. I did throw in another line lineman in there. I did throw in Gedeke. I, I did have to put him in, you know, Central Michigan. Valder's alumni. Steven, he was a former pointer. The resume goes on. That's not much different than me. I got him one pick earlier. No, I don't, I don't, I don't know who they're gonna go with really. Yeah, probably just edge safety depth, like Caden said. It was maybe linebacker. Um, I think actually they definitely need to address the whole line. They have a couple, couple holes that need some filling. But I think we got to address that edge depth if we don't get one in the second round, first pick. We got to take it here. I like Kingsley. I don't even know how to say his last name out of South Carolina. I was watching some highlights of him earlier. Kingsley Nagbear. I was going to say that. He looks good. I did it in my mock. PFF, love the pick. So I got an A- minus for my edge from South Carolina in the second pick of the first round there. There you go. And then, so Jared, you didn't have a guy here? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I'm as, as you guys know, I'm not a big Packer fan, so I didn't really look deep into their draft. I only looked at the first few, but, I mean, not much here, no. Yeah, I really, I guess I just kind of looked at their needs. I didn't look a whole lot, didn't dive that deep into second round picks. So it's more just focused on first round. But I see, like, yeah. The last pick, third, their late third round pick, 92 overall. I did, I went with uh, Kyle Phillips out of UCLA. I took another receiver. So I took a, so I, I have been taking two receivers in this draft. I figured, you know, they, they got to take it. So I went Phillips here. That's who I had too. I love Kyle oh. Phillips. I think, I think he's you know one of those guys that even could compare to your Dotson, your Watson. You know, yes. I think he's right up there with him. So if he falls that far in the third round, and he's a special teams guy too. Yeah. 
I've seen, um, I think his first name is Michael Pierce out of uh, Cincinnati. He's been linked to the Packers a little bit and has second, third round range. So I guess that might be an option too. I like the interior offensive lineman that could fall too. I mean, we talk about Getty Geeks. We know him if he is available in the third round. You got Luke Fortner. You have, uh, you just have a run of linemen here that are still solid guys, but their draft class is so deep this year on the interior line that I think one of those guys could fall and we should scoop up a guard or a tackle late in the third round here. Yeah, I'm with that as well. Look, as we said, this this draft class overall, it's it's pretty deep draft class. You know, other than like running back, right? There's some you know, questions about the class from there, but uh, you know, it's it's looking like a nice class. And I'm really looking forward to watching this draft. Uh, we usually like to do, you know, the DraftKings pool. Last year we did the pool on the air, so we'll see. We might post what we got going for that on the Jordan Drew Sports Crew Instagram. So. You know, if you want to follow us there, keep a lookout, Jordan Drew underscore sports group for that. So with that, anything else from you guys for the draft? Anything else you guys want to talk about here? Nope. So yeah, it was kind of our draft preview here. So like we said, we were going to go top 10 picks. We talked about those. We talked some Packers, of course, because that's our squad here other than Jared being Colts fan. But their draft, you know, whatever. But. With that here, social medias, I already said the Instagram, Twitter, JD Sports Pod, Facebook, Jordan Drew, the Sports Crew, YouTube, Jordan Drew, the Sports Crew. So with that, Caden, thank you for coming on, talking about the draft with us. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you for having me on. It was a great time and uh, look forward to doing this again sometime. Always, yeah. Hopefully have back next year, preview the draft class with us one more time. You know, as you did go to the Senior Bowl, so you do have, you know, that experience there. But, oh, yeah, I'll just throw in two go. here. I got to uh, meet Trevor Penning. He's a tackle from uh, you and Northern I. Iowa. Yeah, I got to meet him in the airport and got to talk with him for a while. Uh, I'll be seeing Luke Gedeke this weekend, talking with him and uh, Bernard Raymond out of Central Michigan, too. He watch for him. I think he's a surefire day one, round one prospect, but people are concerned about his age. He'll be 25, but. He's going to be a steal if someone gets some second round. Aiden with the inside access. Got to love to see oh, yeah. it. Celebrity. Got to meet Jake Ferguson down there, too. He's a pretty <laughs> cool guy. Trey McBride, all sorts of people. Check it out if you ever are in Alabama in February, Senior Bowl. It's awesome. All the Reese's you can eat. We <laughs> had like 100 and something at one point in our hotel room. So we know Zach will be there. <laughs> um, booking the trip right now. There we go. So with that here, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Jordan and Drew, the sports crew, the journey to a million, the perfect podcast for you.